Hello everyone, and welcome to Reading with Christine Figs. I'm your host, Christine, and I am so happy you are here with me today. In today's episode, we will be discussing my most recent read, Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston, and the description goes like this. When his mother became president of the United States, Alex, Cla- Alex Claremont Diaz was promptly cast as the American equivalent of a young royal, handsome, charismatic, genius. His image is pure millennial marketing gold for the White House. There's only one problem. Alex has beef with an actual prince, Henry, across the pond. And when the tabloids get hold of a photo involving an Alex and Henry altercation, well, U.S. and British relations take a turn for the worse. Heads of family and state and other handlers devise a plan for damage control. Stage a truce between the two rivals. What first begins as a fake Instagrammable friendship grows deeper and more dangerous than either Alex or Henry could have imagined. Soon, Alex finds himself hurtling into a secret romance with a surprisingly unstuffy Henry that could derail the presidential campaign and upend two nations. It raises the question, can love save the world after all? Where do we find the courage and the power to be the people we are meant to be? And how can we learn to let our true colors shine through? Wow, this book... Man, it is quickly climbed towards the top of my favorite books list, and I have a feeling I will be rereading it when I want to crawl back into its world. Red, White, and Royal Blue has been floating around the book talk and Instagram world for a while now, and people have been raving about it. And from the very beginning, based on what they were saying, I knew I would one day read it, and I was sure I would one day enjoy it. However, I did what we should never do. I judged it by its adorable cartoon cover. And therefore, I did not think this book would make as much of an impact on me as it did. Because I expected it to be a fun, lighthearted read, which at times it definitely is, I brought it with me on a family vacation. Flash forward to me reading in the car on the way to the beach, sitting in the back seat, giggling out loud over the constant back and forth flirtation between Alex and Henry and my family saying to me, wow, you're really enjoying that book. I know I've said it before, and I am sure I will continue to with the books that I continue to read. But by the end, I felt like I knew these characters inside and out. So when one would make a flirty remark, I'd laugh, borderline roll my eyes and think, you did not just say that, knowing completely and absolutely that if I had been on the receiving end of that line, it probably would have worked on me too. This book is a love story and an adult one at that, even though our characters are in their 20s. So remember that when going into it, some of the scenes are steamy and written in a way that make you feel like you're in the room with them. Well, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, (laughs) but you find yourself completely rooting for them in this connection that they have, while at the same time realizing just how impossible their situation seems because of the incredibly political worlds they live in. They question how their lives would be different if they didn't live in the public eye, which makes you wonder how you would handle living in their shoes. And I gotta say, I have never in my life wanted to be a princess less. This story is complete enjoyment from start to finish. I loved both Alex and Henry individually so much and when they inevitably admit their feelings to each other i love them even more it's as if together their lives and they themselves were better because they were together and that's what should be at the heart of every love story reading about their love and especially the way they flirted with each other made me for the first time in a very long time wish i wasn't single their connection the way they opened up to each other and their humor filled flirting that left me giggling out loud is everything i've ever wanted And to read it in the pages of this book made me want it to never end. Luckily, there is an Amazon Prime adaptation being released on August 11th of this year. 
truthfully, I have mixed feelings about this. <laughs> I typically love film and TV adaptations. I always have. And I think it's because I can separate the two from each other. I've watched almost every adaptation of every book I've read, and I have been able to enjoy them while understanding that it is an adaptation and knowing the book will almost always be better. But adaptations always just feel like more of the world. And so, usually, I'll take it. So when I heard they were making a film adaptation for this book, I didn't think anything of it. However, now that I've finished it, I can't help but think, no, please not this one. It's too special. I want it to stay the way that, the way that it is in my head. I started looking up details for the movie once I finished the book. Casting choices, character changes, and all that. And while they definitely casted great men for Alex and Henry, the rest doesn't sound too promising. Does this mean I won't be tuning in on August 11th? Hell no. I'll be there front and center with a bowl of popcorn. It just means that once it's done, I'll either have loved it so much that I'll start the movie from the beginning, or I'll pull this book off the shelf and read it again. As I said earlier, I really enjoyed this book from cover to cover. I have absolutely zero notes of how Casey McQuiston could have made it better, and I want everyone to read it and hopefully enjoy it the way I did. Therefore, I have added Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston to my online bookshop, Reading with Christine Figs, through bookshop.org. The link is in my bio if you're interested in reading it. And if you do so, find me on Instagram or TikTok at Christine Figs so we can talk about it. Or email me at readingwithchristinefigs at gmail.com. Now, on to the art portion of this episode. In keeping with the theme of love, I'm sharing five of my favorite songs about falling in love. So here we go. First up, we have Maggie Rogers with Love You For A Long Time. This song makes me want to take a long drive on a summer day with the windows down, which makes me smile because that's exactly the picture cover she has for this song. <laughs> Next, we have Could I Love You Anymore by Renee Dominique. It's so peaceful and a little playful in the way it's sung, which feels exactly like falling in love. This list wouldn't be complete without one of my favorite songs ever, Make You Feel My Love by Adele. The chorus is beyond beautiful when she sings... I could make you happy, make your dreams come true. Nothing that I wouldn't do, go to the ends of the earth for you to make you feel my love. Next, there is the heartbreakingly beautiful version of Can't Help Falling in Love by Haley Reinhardt. This song will break your heart the way she sings it, and it is the most perfect wedding song. Lastly, we have another classic. Everyone knows the 80s original I'm Gonna Be by The Proclaimers that basically sings how they would walk 500 miles just to get to her. We've all heard it, but I don't know if you've heard the cover by Sleeping At Last. I never understood how beautiful the song really is until they sang the line, and if I grow old, well, I know I'm gonna be the man who's growing old with you. I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door. I've added these songs to the Reading with Christine Figgs music playlist on Apple Music and Spotify, and I hope you enjoy them and feel just a little bit in love. All right, my loves, that's all for now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you stay tuned for the next one, where I talk about my most recent read, The Daughters of Temperance Hobbs by Katherine Howe. So until next time, I hope you read. And if you can't, because that's just how life goes sometimes, I hope you enjoy some art in whatever form you find it. Because when life gets difficult, it is art in all of its many forms that can hold us, heal us, and give us hope. I love you all. Happy reading.